welcome. I'm Mia, and today I want to talk a little bit about eating disorders, uh, specifically eating disorders on college campuses. So I'm going to go ahead and jump right in because there's a lot to get through. So let's go. Okay, so first I want to give some background info just to help conceptualize the problem of eating disorders on college campuses, um, like in numbers, just to give you kind of a an idea. So in 2011, the National Eating Disorders Association reported that the percentage of women on college campuses who reported struggling with an eating disorder had increased in 10 years from around 23% to 33%, which is a huge, huge spike in a pretty short amount of time. Um, And then another study conducted by Dr. Daniel Eisenberg and his colleagues found that most of these women suffering did not receive treatment, either because they didn't know resources were available or they didn't think that they needed treatment or it wasn't a problem. But basically the bottom line is that the education and resources were just not easily accessible to these people on college campuses um, who are at risk or currently suffering from eating disorders. Okay, so at this point you might be wondering why this issue is not talked about more or why college students are at such a high risk for developing an eating disorder. So I'm going to go ahead and jump right into some reasons why this might be happening. Uh, The first is that, as everyone knows, college is a time of intense change. Everything in a person's life is changing as they enter college. You move out of your home, you're going to a place that you might have never been before, and you're surrounded by new people that you've never met, and you might not have any acquaintances or know anyone at the school that you're going to. Um, And also, you're gaining so much independence all at once which can be quite overwhelming. So, yeah, and also for the first time in college, you're expected to do everything for yourself. You're expected to take care of yourself, which means everything from grocery shopping, cooking meals, to doctor's appointments become solely your responsibility. Your parents are not there to help you out or do any of it for you anymore. Um, And this shift in responsibility and accountability does take time to adjust to, and it's not always a comfortable transition. A lot of people entering college um, really struggle with this transition and may turn to coping strategies that aren't always very productive. So this futile effort by people experiencing an an intense range of emotions and during this time of uh, a lot of change... um, in their effort to find ways to acclimate or cope with the change, intense stress and newfound independence may result in the development of unhealthy drinking, drug use, uh, and or eating disorders and other mental illnesses. So the next risk factor that I want to dive into is the increased social expectation and involvement that is often uh, part of college. Social pressure in college is insane. Um, You are most likely coming from a school that is not as big as a college, and college is filled with people that you don't know. So there's a lot of pressure to perform in your classes, be successful, plan for your future, and get ahead. 
there's also a lot more pressure to participate socially and to look good all the time and go out and impress people and meet people. So all these factors can amplify each other and make um, may create a compounded stress effect, which could cultivate an environment that leads to dependence on some really maladaptive co- coping mechanisms such as an eating disorder. These risk factors in mind, specifically the social factors, I kind of want to delve a little bit deeper into how the culture surrounding body image and weight on college campuses might be linked to potential development of an eating disorder. So I personally came from a pretty small high school and my group of friends throughout high school had been my friends throughout my whole entire life. Um, And they were just a really genuinely great group of people. My friendships were super strong and healthy and we never, I had never been exposed to talk, like diet talk. We never talked about people's bodies, calories or dieting. I'd never been on a diet, a cleanse or a challenge in my whole life. I was a competitive dancer so it was really important for me to um stay strong and you know support my body and give it energy um but then I came to Chapel Hill I was really just so shocked because for the first time I was just surrounded by toxic ideas about food body image and quote-unquote health on a daily basis um it was a culture that really promoted negativity and it consists of incessant diet talk Um, and body shaming the result for me was really just this uncontrollable anxiety I hated my body and was constantly concerned about what I looked like and how other people perceived me I really didn't understand the impact of this culture and this talk at first I didn't realize how pervasive these ideas about food and beauty were Um, but I soon realized that to my detriment the effects of this culture so Uh, going off of that diet talk is just really the most infectious and damaging aspect of this toxic culture that we see on college campuses all too often some of the most common phrases that come to mind are like when people say oh I'm not eating today so that when I go out tonight the calories don't count or I'm not eating before I go out so I can get drunk faster and with less calories or um, like did you see Sarah from down the street She used to be such a pretty girl, but I guess she just didn't watch out for that freshman 15. Or another one is, um, oh, you're joining a sorority? Watch out for the sorority 40. Like, it was a joke, but um, these are just some examples of diet talk and body shaming that I've heard multiple times in just a very casual setting. And they were all said, like, in passing, very nonchalant ways. But when they're taken out of context, it's really easy to see how terrible these are and how um but yet they're still such common phrases to hear like in the dining hall on my campus so all right so how can we fix this problem there are so many things contributing to it but it's definitely not an impossible problem to solve um the first but first and foremost the universities just need to do a better job of recognizing this as an issue um the toxic culture the toxic diet culture the university leaders need to make it a priority to educate their staff and students about eating disorders through modules or seminars, teaching people what an eating disorder is, what it might look like in a friend or family, or even yourself, and also what to do if you've identified that you think someone who you love might be struggling with an eating disorder. 
So since the subjects of eating disorders just aren't talked about very much, a lot of people really don't know much about them at all or understand what it is and what the signs and symptoms might be. They don't know that it's not always about the food um, or vanity, but oftentimes you hear people say, uh, in reference to finding out that a loved one is struggling, oh, I just thought that's that they wanted to lose weight. I thought that's what they wanted, and I didn't really understand that it was a problem. So um, definitely identification and prevention should be part of the solution. Identifying students who might be at risk and reaching out to them so they don't have to reach out to the university and go through all that trying to find resources for themselves. Um, the university should be off reaching out to them and offering them the support and the resources right off the bat. So the National Eating Disorder Association actually has both an online screening tool and a program called Student Life that works with universities to identify at-risk students or, in, or students in need um, and helps connect them with resources through the university for treatment and further prevention if they're not, if it can still be prevented. So it's really important for universities to make the resources easily accessible to students in need without causing basically extra turmoil and a lot of extra time on their part. And um, on the note of universities' roles in eating disorder awareness and prevention, I kind of want to talk about SEED, which is and the research being done at UNC. So the Center for, of Excellence for Eating Disorders is just such a cool aspect of UNC. It's such a powerhouse in the field of eating disorders, and it provides such great resources, not only for our students, but for people all around the country. And the resource, I mean, the research coming out of SEED and Carolina in general is really astounding. I feel just so grateful to go here because it gives me the opportunity to be exposed to cutting-edge knowledge in the field that I'm really interested in. Okay, before I sign off, I just want to say that no one is alone in their struggles with adjustment to college and or eating disorders. Society is slowly changing in response to body image and negative diet culture. Um, there is a long way to go, but real change is happening now. However, for college students especially, I think it's so important to educate people about eating disorders because it's going to open the door for communication. And when people start thinking about it more and talking about it more, significant change can really start happening on a much faster pace. So I hope that education and conversation continues, and I am definitely out of time, but I could talk about this for hours. So thanks for listening, and have a great rest of your day.